Welcome to the I and Team Podcast with Brian Smith and Mary Smith. You are more important to your team than you might believe. Everybody has something to contribute, and most importantly, that's influence. Learn more on today's program. Now, here is Brian Smith and Mary Smith. Hi team, welcome back to the I and Team Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Smith. My dad, Brian, is back in Elgin, but he is super busy with work. He's been gone for, I think about 10 days on a vacation now. So he's catching up and we just had Labor Day yesterday. It's Tuesday, so I'm, I'm really filming this last minute again, which isn't the best, but you know, we are doing our best. We're super busy with work right now. My dad's traveling just like a ton. So we're pulling out another episode from the vault this week. It's on the subconscious mode, which is a section in our book, Individual Advantages, Find the Eye and Team, in our slowdown chapter. So before we actually started this podcast that we currently put out, um, we started another podcast where we just started recording, but we didn't publish anything. And basically, we just went through and we kind of talked about each section in our book that was really important. So last week, we released um, an episode from The Vault that was about slowing down, which is the largest chapter of our book. And within that chapter is a section titled Subconscious Mode. And another term for this that uh, is a little more common would be like autopilot. So when you're driving especially on a route that you know really well, like when you go to work, when you go home, when you go to the grocery store, when you go drop off your kids at school, when you go pick up your kids from school, when you take your dog to the vet, just like places that you're kind of traveling all the time, you know exactly how to get there, you don't really have to think about it. You kind of enter like an autopilot or what we like to call subconscious mode and your brain kind of either turns off or is thinking about other things at that time. And that's okay sometimes and I know that that happens it happens to me (laughs) every day on my drive home from work even when I try to not let it but it can be really dangerous when something like that happens um you know like there are accidents like car accidents every day and I think a lot of them are due to well probably texting but aside from that is just people aren't really paying attention because they're so used to their drive that they're just kind of going absent-mindedly without like thinking but you know that really applies to a lot of things in our life it's not just driving we can enter subconscious mode when we're doing something that's a little bit mundane or something that we do all the time so for example one thing that I always do is I'm always editing Um, that's my main job here at IA is I'm an editor and sometimes I find myself slipping into a subconscious mode while I'm editing, which is really not a good thing because I do need to be present while I'm editing because editing is not easy. You can skip over things, which I have done. I have made mistakes and, you know, I have to own those mistakes and it's because I slipped into a subconscious mode while I was editing. So I try really hard to not do that. Um, Another thing that I do is I load some of our social media posts, like for you guys, for our book page, um, the Iron Team series on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn. I load all of those posts. So sometimes I kind of slip into subconscious mood when I do that too, because 
I know the book so well. I know our audience. I know who I want to reach. I know what I want to say. So it doesn't really take a lot of brain power for me to create posts like that. So I slip into subconscious mode sometimes and sometimes, you know, I don't even know where I go. Sometimes I'm thinking about other things that I have to be doing. Sometimes I'm just tired so my brain just kind of turns off and I'm just kind of existing and like doing my work. And I think that a lot of people struggle with similar issues or struggle with um, kind of like turning their brain off while they're doing tasks at work. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes like when you're doing something at the end of the day, like checking emails, um, you know, cleaning up, like it's okay to like turn your brain off. Like it's not like we can't just keep our brains on all the time. Um but it can cause problems at work because you can make mistakes. Like I just mentioned, I have made editing mistakes while being in subconscious mode and editing. So you don't want that to happen. It's not fun to make a mistake for someone else, like a client or your customer or a patient or whoever you work with, even with your team members. It's not fun to make a mistake and then to have to own up to it. Um, although it is humbling. <laughs> It's just, it's not fun. So this week's episode is f from when we filmed back in like February. So it might be like, you might hear my dad say like, oh, this is episode blah, blah, blah. But really, I think we're on episode like 14 this week or maybe 13. Sorry guys, I don't remember. <laughs> um, Zach will like edit it in. But this week we are going to cover the subconscious mode. And it is from our vault. So I hope you guys enjoy and I'll see you after the episode. Good afternoon, Mary. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. This is podcast five of the I and Team series um, that we have started for our new book, Individual Advantages, Find the I and Team. Um, we are still, uh, it's our third podcast in chapter Slow Down, which is our largest chapter in the book. How much of the book, Mary, does um, Slow Down take up? I believe the percentage I calculated it to was 56% based yeah. on a number of pages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a big part of our writing. And... Um, it's interesting because there's a lot of stories. Our series dives into lessons, and the, and the book is based on stories. Stories from um, my life, uh, not just individually and personally, but also through my career. So, um, but the reason it is um, so large is that there are so many different aspects to it, which is why this is our third. Um, third in, a, in, a, in our series right now. Last week we talked about thinking forward or preparing our environment and preparing ourselves so that we could slow down. Um, and we also talked about environmental urgency. We, we call it environmental urgency because uh, each of us finds ourselves in an environment, um, the, the office, your house, doesn't matter where you're at with clients, at their office and that urgency that can get created out of um, those environments and the influence that we give and that we get from uh, people in those environments. So 
today we're going to talk about the subconscious mode. Um, subconscious mode to us is those things that we do, those actions that we take that we really don't think about, we just go through the motions. Um, they're intuitive to us. Uh, we don't need a whole lot of thought or planning to actually get those tasks done. Um, one of the best analogies I have, which I think shocks people sometimes, uh, not because of, of the story, but because of what happens to us, was when we lived in uh, Southern Oregon. As Mary knows, uh, we had a very short drive. Southern Oregon, Klamath Falls is the town that we uh, lived in. My office was there. and. It was about an eight-minute drive to go less than two miles, and it was a fairly straightforward drive, and I made that drive every day, sometimes multiple times in a day, and we were about maybe six, maybe even longer months into living in our home and me making this drive, and one day I looked up, and lo and behold, there was... Uh, this house and I had never seen this house before and um, didn't even notice it before. It was an old house that had been there a long time, but that's how focused and in deep in thought and how regular that drive had become. And life can get that way anywhere from at your home, getting ready in the morning um, to uh, being at work and being at your desk. And the subconscious mode can, can offer good and bad things. For example, it can also allow us to accept uh, distractions. Some of the things we talk about in environmental urgency is that other people's urgency can invade our environment. And we just get used to it. We answer them. We allow them to divert us. We allow ourselves to digress away from what we are working on, all because we're in a subconscious mode. We're not even thinking. We're just used to those interruptions. We're used to those things happen to, happening to us. We're used to not being efficient. Um, we're used to the exception, and now the exceptions become the rule. So um, we can always come up with excuses not to slow down. We can always come up with excuses to accept our subconscious mode to what we think is comfortable. Um, so one of the things that you can do is, is if you're often forgetting things, um, if you're often misplacing things, missing deadlines, you might want to take a look at how your day is planned out Maybe you don't have any structure. Maybe you don't uh, follow any set rules. You just rely on that subconscious mode that you're in, that happy place that you go when you walk into the office or you get into whatever task you're doing. So, Mary, we talked about you being on an island. Do you find that you have any of these subconscious mode issues because you don't have the same type of distractions? Do you find the quiet you get or the lack of uh, interruptions from third parties a different kind of subconscious mode that you fall into? Yeah, silence can really be hard because I don't have 
anyone bringing me out of my own brain. Like, I have to come out of my own brain on my own. Um, and one of the ways that I actually do that is I listen to alpha waves, just like on YouTube, like three to six hours, and then I just let YouTube run. So I listen to alpha waves. And what's nice about that is the music helps keep me focused. Um, but I find that when I'm working on tasks that don't require me to pay a lot of attention, um, I definitely go into subconscious mode. I just kind of like space out and then I'll look down and it's like 30 minutes later and I'm like, oh. And I know that I did everything I needed to do correctly because I do those things all the time and they don't require too much brain power. But still, it's, it's weird to get lost in your own brain when you don't even know what you were thinking about. It's, it's a little deafening. <laughs> But I have to be very mindful because I do work alone. I have to be very mindful about not getting into subconscious mode too often because especially with tasks where I do need to pay attention, I really do have to focus and I can't allow my brain to just drift off and wander. And that's when I make mistakes. That's when there are errors and there's really no room for errors in editing. <laughs> so, especially for me, for being, like, very particular about editing. Um, so I have to make sure to be, like, diligent and can't just, like, allow myself to wander off and think about nothing. <laughs> right. Those are, good, those are good points because quiet can create you know, internal digression where your mind just starts going off away from what your physical task is because you're so used to doing that physical task, your mind can get on an exit ramp and, you know, go down the rabbit hole. And before you know it, you don't remember what you were doing, you don't have good recollection, you don't have good retention, or as you pointed out, you might even miss something in editing. For me, it could be I'm reading a contract and I'm trying to digest the context of that contract, but because my mind digressed somewhere else, because I get so used to reading the same forms over and over again, that I miss the context, which means I miss the errors in what the contract is trying to do or what the, the verbiage is trying to do. Mm -hmm. So those are really good points. Um, uh, one of the other things that happens is uh, we, we talk about situation awareness and when we're in our subconscious mode, we are sometimes not aware of what's going on around us. We can miss things. Um, the context of situation awareness can be very broad. We could get as crazy and... Uh, I don't know if you want to call it conspiracy theorist or um, fearful of uh, not knowing if people are watching us or if there are nefarious things going on around us, all the way down to little things like the details. Um, if we are watching, for instance, Mary, as you and I are doing these podcasts and filming them, seeing the little errors that we might make and just not noticing them um, because we're wrapped up in something else. The subconscious mode that we get in 
is that mode that we just rely on the training that we've had, the education that we've received, the experiences that we have can all feed into each of our individual subconscious modes. And as a team, those things can happen together. We can work as a team, and as we work more and more closely as team members, we sometimes forget about that situation awareness. We sometimes forget that each of us brings a different talent, and we may ourselves even accept certain flaws within the context of how we're working. And that type of team subconscious mode can have a dramatic effect um, on you and the group of people that you're working with. Whole companies can get into subconscious mode and forget who they are, forget what their purpose is, forget what their goals are. They're so focused on that one thing that they do that they lose sight of really what the broader goal is of an organization or one part of that organization that, that we may be a part of. Mm-hmm. So, um, Barry, do you ever see that? You know, you just came out of college and you also work with teams. Do you ever see where as a team, um, you guys take for granted uh, what it is you do with each other and lose sight of what's going on around you? Um, yeah, I think there have been a couple instances where we've gotten so caught up in the project together that everything else has kind of like faded away. Like if we're working on a blog or if we're working on an article or something like that. And it's like a very specific topic for a client. And perhaps that topic might be like a little bit of a reach, but the client does do that but then I get so like focused or like we get so focused on this one little niche of the topic that we kind of lose sight of like the bigger picture of what our client does and when we're like done with it and we go back we're like oh this got a little too far off topic as the original topic did like pertain to the client but then we get so caught up in that little like niche that we just like rabbit hole down and then it doesn't have anything to do with the client anymore because we went too far. I think that that as a team is what I've noticed more is like going too far and off topic rather than like losing sight of, I mean, it is losing sight of like what our client needs, but we just get a little too caught up on what we're doing rather than uh-huh. what the client needs. Right. So the big question is, is how do you combat that? How do you get yourself out of subconscious mode? You've talked about some of the things you do working alone, but as teams, how do we do that? One of the ways is uh, creating milestones, creating stopping points. You know, one of the best ways to build projects is like giving a child to connect the dots. You know, when you look at those dots, They just look like dots, but when you connect them and you give yourself a way to look back and give yourself that stopping point, you still understand the path, you understand where you're going, and you can start to see the picture again. So give yourself those milestones, give yourself those stopping points that will shake you out of your subconscious mode and make you review 
review where you're supposed to be and maybe even do a quick look back where you've been to make sure that the path you've traveled has taken you where you planned to be and has set you up for where you're going. So that's part of the whole thinking forward that we talked about last week, but we're starting to build that together. And so uh, the subconscious mode can get in the way of that. And it's really important if you can realize you're in the subconscious mode, just realizing it will help get you out of it. Mm -hmm. and, And if you find yourself thinking, wow, you know, I think I just missed something. You know, give yourself those triggers. Give yourself those keywords, if you will, that will shake you out of it and make you stop, take a look around, get refocused, get reset. You might have to reread your goals, reread where you're at in your project, whatever task you're doing, whatever influence you're trying to create or whatever influence that you are accepting at that moment, gain that, regain that understanding and then go back to work, you know, fall on your training, fall on your experience, fall on your education, use it again. But as soon as you feel yourself getting sucked into that mode where you feel like you're back in too much subconscious mode, get yourself out. Mm-hmm. So good. Well, this is another, as we like to say, good segue into our next podcast, podcast number six which is going to talk about immediate gratification, which is a huge part of slowing down, which is a huge part of what drives errors, mistakes, going in the wrong direction, going, getting off on the wrong uh, exit ramp, taking on too many things. Um, There's so many things that happen because of immediate gratification. Expectations can get lowered or raised and can be misapplied or just throw off teams and individuals and the influence that immediate gratification can have can be amazingly negative. It can also be amazingly inspiring if it's applied right and if we lay the proper foundation and do some of the things that we should do prior to getting good gratification in the work that we do, the influence that we have, and the expectations that we set. So, I look forward to having that talk with you next, and I hope you all have a great day. You too, Mary. Thank you. See you next time. Okay. Hi, team. Welcome back. Um, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It was on the subconscious mode. I hope we were able to give you some little tidbits to help you work a little bit better. Um, Notice when you do go into subconscious mode. Notice when you might be going into subconscious mode, knowing like those tasks that make you go into subconscious mode. And I hope that our lessons each week, they kind of help you just a little bit at work or in your personal life. Um, You know, these are all, all the things we talk about are things that we all deal with. They're not unique to just us and they're not unique to just you. They're things that everyone deals with in their professional and personal lives. And we just think they're important to talk about because when we talk about and communicate about things, other people know that they're not alone. So it's important to discuss these things together and with your team. And you are our team. So we just want to put out little messages for you every week. And we hope that you enjoy them. And, you know, next week, my dad and I will actually be together. So we're going to go back to a normal podcast. Um, He is traveling to Spain next 
Tuesday he'll be in Spain, Turkey, and Italy for work, which is awesome. Um, so we'll actually have one of our more normal podcasts for you next week, not something from the vault. So I hope you guys look forward to that. I definitely do. I miss recording real podcasts with my dad. He's a really great teacher for me and I learn a lot. You know, I hope you guys learn a lot and it's just a really great experience for all of us that I hope. So I'll see you guys next week and my dad will see you guys next week too. Bye. Thank you for listening to the I in Team podcast. We hope we've positively influenced you and you've picked something up from the show that you can use in building and influencing other individuals or your team. Please join us soon for another program on the Voice America Business Channel.